0: All right. Uh, Welcome to church, everybody. If you are new with us tonight, we welcome you to our service and invite you to stop on the way out in our lobby to get the free gift that we purchased on your behalf. And uh, we have prepared for your visit. We have prepared for you. And not only have we prepared, I believe God has your number. (laughs) He knows where you live. He knows your, your social media habits, and he still likes you. <laughs> he loves you, has a plan for your life. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Uh, let's go ahead, and, and uh, tonight's a healing night, So, but we're going to go ahead and receive our tithes and offerings right now. And uh, so if you brought your tithes and offerings, go ahead and get those ready, whether you're giving digitally or analog in the... Offering containers on the way out, either is fine and acceptable. Uh, just nobody is allowed to buy their healing. All right, say, well, I get healed if I give in the offering. But it's not really connected. All right, so given the offering, don't give in the offering. That's not gonna, you're not gonna buy your healing from the Lord, Amen. right? And uh, uh, say, well, why is that? Well, because it's already paid for. Right. Healing was paid for through the redemptive work of Jesus. What that say, what does that mean? That means Jesus dying on the cross. He covered not only the forgiveness of our sins, but the healing of our bodies. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But give for other reasons yeah. to honor the Lord. Yeah. Give because you're you carry the same spirit of generosity that is the very nature of your Father in heaven. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Give because of what it goes towards and reaching the the world with the gospel. Amen, give because it is uh, smart. The farmer knows that if he wants a harvest, he needs to plant seed, right? So smart believers are seed planters and they are setting up their financial future by giving in the present. Amen. Amen, Amen, amen. And there's no winter in God's kingdom so you can you can give in the winter, even though the farmer might not sow in the winter is what I'm saying. (laughs) Praise God. Everybody good? All right, all right. Let's pray over the offering tonight. We'll just believe God with you, trusting the Lord with you for your your bills paid, needs met for you to have abundance and no lack. Father, thank you that you're the great provider. You're the great supplier. You are the all-sufficient one. We will not fear, we will not be afraid, we will not lack, we will not walk in this life and do without, but we will, we will walk in the abundance of your provision all of our days. Thank you for your life, thank you for your provision in every life, in every home. Thank you the curse is broken and the blessing of God reigns supreme in every life, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Everybody good? Yeah. All right. If you, if you brought a Bible with you, well, go ahead and get that out. If you're new to church and new to the Bible and don't have a Bible, they're still around. <laughs> and uh, we encourage you to get one. <laughs> but for tonight, you can listen the best you can. And uh, I want you to turn uh, to the book of Luke, chapter 4. And in a few moments, we'll we'll read some verses from from Luke chapter four. Uh, The focus tonight, of course, is healing, not just in message, but in practice. We will both minister and speak the word about healing and then also make healings manifest in this room. Everybody up for that? All right, if you specifically came because you need healing, then good for you. You are one smart cookie (laughs) because, you know, Sick people should go where healing happens. This is one of those places where healings happen all the time and they will happen in abundance tonight. But healing for the physical body is accomplished through the power of God. Everybody say the power of of God. Yeah. So we know that it is God's will for all people to be healed. Because he revealed that to us in his written word, Amen. the B-I-B-L-E, right? Yes. We know for a fact that he wants us well. Our job is to do what's necessary to make that power manifest. Amen. And that's not hard. And, uh, and, and so what we're just going to, in other words, we are taking what he has made available to everyone. And we are, our job is the manifestation, Everybody with me today. He provides the power, he provides the, the, the provision of healing, which he did through Jesus on the cross. And we are the ones that make it manifest. Now, when we manifest the power of God, healings occur. Okay, healings occur, bodies change, body parts change, malfunctions go away, pain leaves. Things come into alignment. Amen. That's all a result of the power of God in manifestation. Now, the biblical pattern for initiating miracles, everybody listening to me? Involves what we say. It involves what we think about. It involves our actions. All right? If we know how this works, there is somewhat of a scientific approach to it, okay? I don't mean I'm preaching Christian science or something goofy, something that's unbiblical, but I mean the word, well, the word science used to mean something. (laughs) Now we don't know what it means. (laughs) Just follow the science, ever heard that one? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm cracking myself up over here. There is, there's nothing wrong with the word science, even when you're talking about spiritual matters. In many scriptures, we're told, do this, do this, this will happen, yep. all right? There's a science to that, if you can see that, yep. all right? When it comes to the power of God and making that, make, making that manifest in people's bodies, there is, if you will, if you can handle this saying, a science to that as well. I don't mean that it's impersonal, God is involved, But he has, he is personally involved in our seeking and in our healing. But in that process, he has given us instructions on how these things work. Okay. So what we do with our mind is important. What we do with our words is a part of this and how we act are all components to taking an invisible, intangible power and bringing it into the tangible, visible realm. And that's, that's all we're doing. It's nothing big. And so, uh, Amen. I mean, I mean, Paul wrote to the Romans. Romans eight eleven said the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He said if it does, it will quicken or make alive your mortal body. So the power resides in the believer. It makes our bodies alive. It quickens and makes makes them alive. Okay. And so the opposite. Then if I can use my thoughts, my words, my behavior, to, um, to cooperate with, to connect with an invisible power that makes people well, the power of God, uh, the opposite would also be true, okay? If I use my mind, my words, my behavior, my actions, and, and I use them to focus on the opposite of what I want, in this case, healing, that also works, Okay. In other words, people can think themselves, talk themselves, act themselves into the hospital and unfortunately into the grave too soon. All right. So this is something we definitely want to get a hold of. Uh, We want to give our attention and let our imagination be on the healer, the Lord Jesus, right? Uh, We want our, our minds to be focused on the healing power of God. And I'm gonna show you, this is not strange. This is very scriptural. We'll read in a moment, uh, but this is a, this is a new thought for you to think about the Lord, your healer, not just the Lord, your forgiver, not just the Lord, your, you know, your, your Lord, the Lord, your healer, or, or to think about God's healing power and to imagine it. Your imagination is not an evil thing. Only if you imagine evil things, you can imagine wonderful things, okay? Use your imagination and and see God's power flowing, coursing through your body, opening your blood vessels, opening your heart valves, working through your lungs and your organs and your liver and your intestines and working through your bones, amen. Getting in your ears, getting in your eye sockets, stimulating your hair follicles. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Whatever you need. Whatever you want from the Lord. The power of God is limitless. He is the creator of all things. Of all good things. Things that are broken, that's not His, not his creation. That's a, that's a curse. That's a reversal of what God has done. Amen. That's a perversion of His created, his created order. Any sickness or disease infirmity or injuries that don't heal quick, uh, all that's a perversion of God's divine order. It's never His will. It's always contrary to His will. Okay? And so His power is given to us to correct these things. There'll come a day when we won't even need things to be corrected because there'll be nothing out of alignment anymore. Now, in this time, in this period, we need constant connection with and intervention of God's healing power to sustain us just to be able to live like 100 years or something, right? We need that to, to, to live long, to thrive. I mean, I, I don't want to live a, a sickly life for 100 years. Amen. And it's not God's design that we would be that way, okay? But again, it's, it's common for the opposite to happen where people think and talk and act sickness and disease, okay? They meditate on those problems. This is real common in our world today, okay? You, you know, it's, it seems to be increasing, not just with that, that China virus, but uh, <laughs> but through other things that it seems to be increasing. Have you watched TV lately? Some of you, no, I'm a Christian. I don't watch that one-eyed monster. <laughs> I watch it on the internet. okay let me confess when I've seen the TV it seems that there are more and more commercials advertising drugs it's like is that the only thing for sale (laughs) is something related to a something with moderate or severe something or (laughs) what about mild I I mean (laughs) I, I I Anyway, if I'm watching, if I'm paying attention, I I mute every one of those commercials. I do. So some of you know what I'm talking about? Well, I'm a man. I'm also good at the remote, so I can watch two things at once. I can flip over to a different something. But if it stays on the channel, it's mute. So why do you do do that? I don't want to see that and think about it. I really don't. I mean, disease and sickness is something I don't want to be in my consciousness. I don't want to study it. Now, if you're in the medical field, you have to study it. And I'm not, that's, you're not wrong for doing that. You're, tr- you're helping people, but uh, I'm not in that field. I don't want to think about that. Amen. Just enough to be able to pray for someone. That's all I need to know. You know what I'm talking about? I, in other words, I just don't want to meditate on disease all day long. That's right. Amen. And uh, what I want to meditate on is the healer, power of God, Amen. The presence of God, His, His, His mercy and love for me. And so uh, in this meeting, by the way, for this service here tonight, this gathering, it, it doesn't matter what the doctor told you. It doesn't matter. So we don't need to talk about that. Okay? If that's coursing through your mind, well, the doctor said, stop! You got to put that on pause for, <laughs> for now. Or stop. Put the Hit the square button. <laughs> Tonight, the only thing that matters is what Jesus said. Okay, forget about the natural report. Receive the report of the Lord. Okay, why? Because we access healing power, we access miracle power through our thoughts, through our words, through our actions, and we've got to control our mind and determine what we're going to say and make sure that these things are in alignment with God's promise and His His provision of healing. Hallelujah. Remember, Jesus said in, in, in Mark chapter 9, all things are possible <coughs> to him who believes. who believes. So, I would rather, I'd rather everybody live and live long and live strong and live healthy. However, set that aside, I'd rather you live with a Jesus healing report than a, a surgery healing report. Yes. I'll take the other if it keeps you alive. I'd just rather have the Jesus healing report. Amen. I'd rather have the testimony of God healing me than you know, some medicine. Everybody with me on that? So that's what we're about in here. That's what we're about in, in this service. Now, did you find Luke chapter 4? Yes. Yeah. Praise God, this has been fun. We haven't even read a scripture yet. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> the Lord helps us with these services. Luke chapter 4, verse 16, Four sixteen. Then he, who's he? Jesus, Jesus capital H. Then he came to Nazareth, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the oppressed, uh, liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him, and he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing, did you get a picture of what's happening here? Jesus is not famed at this point, he doesn't have a big following, his ministry is just beginning. And he pulls out the Bible, pulls out the scripture from the prophet Isaiah, reads it, and it talks about the Spirit of God being upon him the power, him being anointed with power to preach to heal, to set free, to proclaim liberty to everybody. Yeah. And the most shocking thing is what happens next when he says, he, after closing the book or the scroll or whatever, he said, this scripture right here, right now is fulfilled. Isaiah prophesied it a long, long time ago. And that scripture is talking about me. That is quite a statement. You are either cuckoo. You are either, you know, full of yourself or you're right. And he was right. But why did Jesus start his ministry with this? He certainly had lots of things to say. He did much amazing teaching and preaching But this is where he began, he let them know that the power of God was on him. He wanted them to know that he is the one that was anointed with the spirit of God. He wanted them to know that God's power was on him to the end result that they would be healed, that they would be set free that liberty would come to them, that blind eyes would open, broken hearts would be healed. He proclaimed this. Now, someone might wonder, why tell them this and not just do it? I mean, if that's true, Lord, if the Spirit of God is upon you to bring these miraculous results, why not just do it and show them? Why are you, te- why do you bother reading the word and, and then telling them? And you know, when you do that, some aren't gonna believe it, yep. right? Isn't that how it works? Yep. You proclaim the truth, not everybody accepts it. So why didn't he just show them? Because you know the answer to this, I, I bet. <laughs> the, the, the power of God coming into and upon people to heal, to set free, to to, to bring recovery to them. It is not uh, automatic just because God sends it. In other words, Jesus wanted people to know what was on him and what would happen so that they would then come to him for their healing. So they would seek him out in order to be set free. Everybody with me? Yeah. Someone said, well, we shouldn't go to God just with what we want. We should just go to the, uh, just with our needs. We should just go to the Lord and say, Lord, whatever you want. That's not what Jesus said. That's right. Right. Apparently he was, he was convinced that people ought to come to him, not with what they could do for him, but for what he could do for them. Is that still the case? Is it is it okay for someone who has nothing to give to run to God with the full intention of getting something? You shouldn't come to God just to get. Oh yes you should. Cuz he is the one who has it and he is the one who wants to give it. He is the healer. He wants to be set free. Someone said, "I don't deserve this. I've never done anything for the Lord." You're qualified. <laughs> Because you're not gonna get the credit when, you, when this is all said and done. Amen. He's the healer, he's the giver, he's the provider. And so he went in there saying, not, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and if you'll just give and serve and obey and if you'll do all these things. No, he just said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me so you can be set free. Amen. So you can be made well, amen. amen. It, is, it is in the telling that the performance of God's power was activated, He didn't just do it, it was this is God's process, He said it and did it. Yeah, yeah. Read with me. Yeah. Yeah. So, why do we generally preach and then pray? Mm-hmm. Then do because that's the Lord's pattern. We hear about it, then we do it. Now, why would someone come to Jesus for healing? Think about it. He's just a, you know, the Jewish guy, looks like everybody else from a (coughs) small town, not that impressive as far as above anybody else. Why would someone come to Jesus for healing? And the answer is because they heard about the power that was on him. What other reason would you go to him? Maybe if you needed a cabinet. (laughs) You know, or something built, right? Because he was a carpenter. That's why I call people who have skills. I need an electrician. I need a plumber. I need my lawn mowed or something. I'm gonna call someone who has the equipment and the skills to do that. Why would you go to Jesus for healing? Well, because you wouldn't go to him for that unless you heard about this power. Unless you heard, I've been hearing that there's power on him. That God's spirit is on him and when he touches people, they're healed. And that is kind of a unique gift in their day. Now, more of us are aware of this. Uh, And so the word started spreading pretty quick. What? I mean, plumbers, they might not be unique. Carpenters, but healers. A guy walking around with a gift from God, his power on him, and he goes around, and people get healed. That's why he told them. So they would come, and they would come with a very specific intention. I'm coming to him because he has the very substance that I need to be made well. Now now turn over, if you would, to the book of Mark. Mark chapter five. You may be familiar with this story, if you've been around the Bible very long, Mark chapter five and verse 25, Mark 5:25. Uh, now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. Anybody here suffer from a physician? <laughs> no, I'm not against the physician. I'm just saying suffering happens there. You don't want to die, don't go to the hospital. (laughs) I'm just saying odds. More people die there than other places. (laughs) Okay, that's all I mean by that. (laughs) She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. And when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said... If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Okay, now, questions again. Why would this woman touch Jesus' clothes? Why would you do that? Well, it tells us because Something she heard, I mean, just do the think about it logically, something she heard led her to believe that that action of touching his garments would cause her to be healed. As strange as that might sound in the natural world, she heard that. She heard something that would tell her, I can be healed, I've been having this blood issue for 12 years. I'm Sick and broke, and, and but I've heard about Jesus. And what I hear about him is there's power on him. Now, where, where, where would you get that idea? Well, how about this? One, that's what Jesus went around telling people. And then after that, there would be testimonies of results. But Jesus initiated all that by telling people, I'm anointed, spirit of God's on me, power of God's on me to heal people. He, Jesus went around telling people that. Why did he tell them? So that they would believe it. So that they would start imagining. So that they would start entertaining the thought. So that they would ponder on that. And it would become a conviction to them. And they would say, I'm getting to that meeting. Where's Jesus now? He's over here, he's over, he's in this town. I'm going. Oh, Jesus is coming through. I'm getting out of my house, and I'm gonna get over there. And if he's got power on him, I'm gonna touch him. He's got the power on him. I'm going to get in there where I can get some of that to get on me. Because the doctors couldn't fix my disease. But that power will. It's the power of God. Amen. And so uh, what did she hear? Well, she heard he was anointed with power. And that power would flow out of him. That power would go out of him if you, if you could come in contact with it. All I need to do is come in contact with That power will flow out of him and, and heal the sick. Okay. And this again is what Jesus wanted people to believe. It's the reason he proclaimed it. Even Paul, when he, in his ministry later, he wrote to the Corinthians and told them that the manner in which he spoke, that he would preach to them, and he would do so in such a way that that they would end up having faith in the power of God. Remember that, 1 Corinthians 2? That their faith would be in the power of God. Say, so I think our faith should just be in God. Well, that's not entirely correct. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with having faith in God, of course. But we're, we can also have faith in the power of God. How would you get faith in the power of God? Well, faith comes by hearing, right? Hearing by the Word of God. But what, what word? How would I have faith for God to provide my needs? I would have to hear God's Word about Him providing my needs. <laughs> How would I have faith in peace? I would have to hear his word, his promises about peace in my life, right? It's the only way I'm gonna have faith for that. The only way I'm gonna believe for it. How would you have faith in the power of God? You would have to hear God's word about power, right? You could have faith in God for other things, but you're not gonna believe, You, you, you have no basis to expect that if you touch someone's clothes, Or the biblical New Testament pattern, the doctrine of laying on of hands, okay, which is the same concept as the hem of his garment. You would have no basis to believe that power would go out of someone's hands unless you heard that power will go out of someone's hands and go into your body. But once you heard that, you could go, oh, I see how that works. Wait a minute. This is not even hard. God gave us the power and he told us how to get it to go from <clears throat> into someone's body. Yep. That's how it works. Yeah. Right. Say, so what's key? Well, all we have to do is talk about it first. Well, yeah. That's how Jesus did it. Yeah. Yeah. The power is a reality. The power is not something we, we work up. Right. Right. It's not something we're trying to get God to do. It's a reality. It's an eternal fact. He has He has. Given us his spirit, he has put his power upon us. All we have to do is talk about it. You ever notice that's a that's kind of a principle in the realm of the kingdom of God and the spirit of God is what you talk about, you get.
1: Right.
0: You talk about problems, you get more problems. You talk about answers, and answers come, solutions come. You talk about the Lord, and he begins to manifest. You talk about scary things, and people get goosebumps. Right? You know, like, like scary movies or scary stories and people, everyone gets afraid. That's called a spirit of fear. Yeah. So don't fellowship with it. Right. Yes. right? You talk about the Lord, what happens? Often you start perceiving His, His presence. Talk about the Lord. Wow, it's like the atmosphere changed. You can do that in your home, you can do that in a car. You can do that definitely in church when we worship Him, the atmosphere changes. Sometimes when it happens quick, you really notice it. Yeah. Often it, it changes slowly and people think, yeah, what's the big deal? That's so all fine. You're totally in a cloud. I mean, you're in the very presence of God. It just kind of snuck up on you and you think it's okay, but it, it's good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good. So how, how did we get that to happen? Well, I don't mean that it's just up to our will, but we can activate uh, the principles of the kingdom by just doing it anytime. How many know once someone's filled with the Spirit, they don't have to say, Lord, help me to speak in tongues. They can just do it anytime they want to, right? There are many things in God that you can turn on and off because from God's perspective, the switch is always on. And we just step over into it. We're not waiting on Him, we do it. When it comes to the power of God and the healing power of God, can I tell you, the switch has been left on for 2,000 years. Amen. Someone walked out and left the lights on. <laughs> it's the healing power of God. It's on in the earth. It's on all around the earth. And you can be on any planet, on any, any continent. I don't know about the other planets. You can be on any continent, any country, in any place, in any city, and, and, and the power's there. Jesus paid for it, made provision for it, was raised from the dead, made it available to all. He poured out His Spirit on all flesh. Power's here, yes. and the switch got left on yeah. so we can access. Hallelujah. Amen. I tell you, God is good. Yes. He's working in here right now. <laughs> he is. Someone's, uh, someone's teeth are getting ministered to in the service site, teeth. <laughs> Amen, I don't know if they're getting straightened out or just some kind of pain. It's getting corrected, it's getting, getting removed, but it's happening just because the light's on. <laughs> the healing light is what I mean by that. Amen. Praise God. How did I get off on all that? Jesus wanted people to believe this. And so, uh, He talked about it. This woman got this. She heard. She started entertaining, and she started saying it to herself. The order, the order of this story, it kind of goes back and forth and takes it out of order, but if you put it back in order, she heard, she heard about Jesus. What would she hear? Obviously about the power, otherwise she wouldn't have done that thing. She heard about Jesus and the power that was on him. That was his message, and that was what other people began to tell about him. And then, after that, she said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well, right? She said it, She thought about it, right? She heard it, she pondered it enough to say it. She said it out of her mouth. And then she touched him. She touched him. That was the contact. That was the manifestation of it right there. And then she felt it. Everybody say, then. Then. She felt it. She felt it. Yeah, yeah. So we're not not gonna flip the order of this. As soon as I feel something, now stop it! Stop it! First, you you hear it. You think about these things. You say it, and then you make contact. Then you feel it. Right. Feel what? The healing. <clears throat> Is what? What I'm saying. Then you feel. Then she she felt within her body that 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 she was healed. Amen. Say it out loud with me. Say, I believe, I believe that, God's power that God's healing power will flow into my body. I will also, I will also be, made well. be made well. Say it again. Say, I believe, I believe that, God's that God's healing power will flow into my body, into my body and, I and I will also be made well. Now, well. yeah, this is the same thing. This is just what, just what she did. Yeah, I like to follow winners. <laughs> what do I mean by that? She won her battle over the, the sickness. I like to follow those who see success. Now, uh, in some of my experience, I have seen. I, I can testify by what has happened that I, I've concluded. I, I can tell you scriptures. One of them from Romans eight we've already read, but there are many others. But I can tell you just by observation, I have seen that the same spirit that was on Jesus is on me. I can see that by the results. It's not boasting. It's his spirit, not my spirit, it's him on me. But I can see the same thing that, that, that was on Jesus is on me. And when I began to give attention to this, this was true even before I saw results. But when I began to give attention to this, meaning meditation, speaking words, and making bold declarations of what would happen when I, when I began to do that, the power of God started flowing through me in a greater measure and, and, and it, would, it would cause healings to manifest. It's very interesting and very fun and very cool. To the Lord be all the glory. But I would think about it. He's on me. I would say these things and then I would minister and healings would happen. Sometimes... I'm directly attacking them with the power. Sometimes other people would initiate it. This sounds strange, and and I don't mean this happens every day. But when I would talk about these things more, it seems to be this pattern. When I would talk about them more, sometimes people would get this crazy idea that they could come up and and you have to understand what I'm saying here because I, I this my I'm not the, I'm not Jesus not proclaiming to be, people would come up and touch me and get healed. And I realize how that sounds like, who do you think you are? No one, except a dude that's saved and God put his spirit on me. Not the source or author of any of this stuff. I, I couldn't heal a gnat's wing or a fly's eyeball, right? But the power of God on me will. And people have done that in the past. I don't mean this happens every week or month or anything. I, it's been a little while since someone has told me this. But people have, would come up and tell me, I came in, I bumped into you on purpose, and, my, and, I, and something left me when I did. <laughs> so what, what is that? Here's what it is. They believed that the Spirit of God was on me, and they accessed it like this. Times when I didn't know it's happening, and other times where people would, would I put my hand on someone and, uh, and they go, oh, I felt that. <laughs> I remember one time someone did, their, they go, oh, they pulled their hand back. I said, they said, I felt that. And I, I thought in my mind, I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> 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 but that didn't matter, they did. Yeah. And the power of God went into them, and, 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 set, and set them free. So, I began to give attention, and it started causing healings to, to, to manifest. And, and then, you know, so many things have happened since then and continue to happen. I've seen many deaf ears opened. I've seen backs and necks that were all messed up and uh, come into alignment and pain leaves. I've seen uh, cancerous tumors dissolve. And, uh, and many other conditions have left people's bodies. It's not, I'm not the source of this. It. it's the power of God. All I can do is be faithful with it and one way I do that is by talking about it. I talk about it. What happens? ta da! Remember when the disciples that one day after the, after Jesus was crucified, and um, well, then he was resurrected, but they were hiding out, and there, and then they started hearing stories of different people seeing the Lord, the ladies at the tomb, and so forth. And Peter and John ran over there and saw it empty, and And uh, and they're they're in that upper room and they're talking about it. They're talking about the Lord. You know what happened next? Jesus was there. Apparently through the wall, you know. He's in a glorified body, he can just cruise through walls now. And and, and we'll be able to do that someday. Uh, But they're talking about him and there he showed up. And that's still the way the Lord works. You talk about him and he shows up. What if you talk about his healing power? that is a very smart thing to do. Amen. Can I tell you? What we're doing here is, is spiritually brilliant. If you want to succeed in life in an area like your physical health, you want to access God's healing power, talk about it a lot. You know, it's like the person who said to me, uh, you know, many years ago, they said, you guys are always talking about it, you know, you hear about these healings at your church, and they say, my church never has any of that stuff. And, and you know, I said, well, how much do you guys talk about it? How much, do the, how much teaching is done? How much do you pray for people? They said, well, never. <laughs> I said, well, there's the answer. It's not that God is favoring us over you. It's not that he wants the, uh, people here to be healed. He doesn't want people that, well, I don't know what church they went to, what, that, that they don't want them. He wants them healed everywhere. We're, we just, we see this, this revelation. So we talk about it. And when we talk about it, he moves. And you guys don't talk about it, and he doesn't move. He may move in some other way in your house. Great. We're happy about that. But this is is how you get these things to happen. If you want a house of healing, I mean the home in which you live, where sickness does not dominate. And if anything comes in, you quickly recover, quickly get over things. Talk about healing in your house. Amen. Maybe put some scriptures on the wall, get some nice frames. And I remember uh, growing up, not growing up from when I was little, I don't think my parents didn't know these things, but my mom learned some things. And uh, when I was a teenager, I just remember, I can still remember on the, on the wall, there was this, you know, like a uh, frame that you would put a picture in, but it had a, a statement about healing. It might have been this one. No evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling, for he has given his angels charge over me. They'll keep me in all my ways, and in my pathway is life, and there is no death. Might have been that one. <laughs> there's, there's another one that I have in mind, <laughs> uh, in mind too. Uh, and it might have been the other one. But, but I, would, I would just, I I, mean, I couldn't teach these things. I didn't know these things very well at all back then. But I'd always see that. I'd always see that. What happens if you're always seeing something? Yeah. At least to some degree it's getting in you. Yeah. It's changing the way you think. And when you need healing, you already have a, a reservoir of God's Word in there, and it helps. Amen. 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 So you can build this into your own consciousness, in your own home, into your own life. You can do it with other subjects too. His, his promises to provide, you can do it with, his, uh, with other things in your life. But this is kind of a big one since we all have bodies. Right, uh, But I've seen these different things happen and it seemed to be connected to I'd think about it, talk about it and act on it. And people tell me different things about that power. Sometimes, I, I don't mean things that I, I don't plant the seed, I'm gonna plant the seed obviously right now, but uh, not, not intentionally. But just by illustration, people would say, sometimes people would say, yeah, that power, it like made me shake. So others would say that when, when, when hands were laid on me, heat came all over me. Others would say, that testimonies that I've heard people would say, I, I felt the pain drain out of my body. Others would just say the problem was gone, meaning they didn't feel heat or weight or shaking or anything like that they didn't feel some kind of strange experience it just worked their arm worked again yeah. you know or the bump was gone or something of that nature what's important well the result is most important yeah, come on. the result is most, most important but say, so what causes that the power of God does I can't cause that it's the power of God And He gets all the glory for every good thing that happens. Amen? Amen. So I can say this. I'm not saying you can't say this as well, but I can say this, along with the Lord Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to heal the sick. Praise God. And so that's how we make the power of God manifest. That's how we're going to do it tonight. Amen. We're just going to let that power manifest. Praise God. Amen. Let's do that now.